Hi guys, uh, welcome to the to a, a new little little sort of midweek series. I say midweek; it's probably going to be whenever we uh, whenever we fancy getting it done. But uh, calling it the, the Shakeout Podcast because we realised that you know the other ones are quite lengthy, and and you might just want one for you know a half an hour run out in the week or your forty minute run, whatever whatever it might be. Uh, we thought tonight would be a good opportunity to do it because we had quite a few questions, uh, basically asking about you know, the NCAA system and the uh, sort of the scholarship system, how, how all that side of, of stuff works. So I think, I think it's pretty important to be like quite open and honest about the whole process and not sort of sugarcoat it. Cause I, I went through the process, but um, didn't end up going out um, for several reasons, which I'll touch on uh, a bit later in the podcast, but yeah. And I guess also, you know, it is relevant to the American kids as well as the international guys, um, probably more so the international guys, because that's where my perspective will will come from. So, um, yeah, so I guess start, starting off with it, um, the, the, first, the first thing is obviously if you're an international kid or, or, or someone from the U.S., it's quite tough to uh, sometimes get that attention from college coaches and then, um, and, and get them to sort of come towards you and recruit you direct. And, and I would say that, you know, if you're not getting recruited sort of, you know, aggressively or if, if coaches aren't coming after you, definitely send send those coaches a message and say that you're interested in running in the NCAA. It doesn't matter what division, um, but that, that you just, you know, and, and if you want the scholarship, then being pretty open and honest about that. and. I think for me, uh, I hadn't even really contemplated about the states, uh, really, because well, I'd, I'd kind of got got to a high high standard in a, in a in a sort of strange amount of time where I, you know there, there was one time I was just enjoying it, and then suddenly I was trying to race at at the European Youth, and I think that's where a lot of the attention came from, and I, and I was getting recruited, and um, and actually. Real quick, Alfie is in the call. Just realised I've been absolutely chatting for ages. So everyone say hello to Alfie. It's completely fine because I have no knowledge on this subject whatsoever as I only actually ran a decent time this year. So no universities wanted me anyway. So you carry on, Rory. It's absolutely fine. He is now a baller though. He dropped that 14-19, which should have been 14-16 or something. And... Uh, shout shout out shout out whoever the time and system was at Armagh. Um, Josh for, British record as well. Uh, shout yeah. out to Josh Lay, thirteen fifty three. Actually yeah. converted to a thirteen fifty six. It's great. It's a great event though. It's a great event though. So I can't really complain. Incredible that. event, and, and we're hoping that we can do something with those guys next year. And we're looking forward to getting back out there and racing there next year. And. Uh, and and, we're, and everyone's going to run thirteen twenty, and that's 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 the important thing at the end of the day. In the um, like racing flats, that'll be what it is. Just that, to, that's true. Or Hoka, or Hoka, um, Hoka racing flats, or for that matter, whatever, whichever the best racing flat is out. So <laughs> any racing flat, whether yeah, you could you know. Whatever, I don't care. Just don't be caught wearing Crocs. Just give me the six um, percent advantage, and I'm fine. That's true. Whichever brand that that advantage comes from, as well. I have a but good yes. question on the subject, if that's cool with you. Go, 
Um, yeah. Obviously, from an external point of view, obviously never being contacted, like talking with the NCAA. Um, what is your opinion on like paying agencies to sort of do the dirty work for you and trying to get you, like, I'm not sure how it works, like deals or like put you in contact with coaches and stuff? Yeah, happy you brought out. To be honest, Scott, I was I was definitely going to bring that up at some point, and I and I think it's important for people. But I, I never looked at the agencies. I know that they charge quite a lot of money. Uh, personally, I don't agree with them. I'll be straight out. But but his but maybe my perspective on that is slightly what because I know people um, who went through agencies and who got scholarships, and they're really thankful for those companies. Um, but personally, I think that athletes can be educated a bit better earlier on how to get scholarships rather than not being sure and giving these these agencies some money um and then then you know the agencies doing doing a lot of the process for them because i mean i i kind of really I, like yeah I, I was approached by you know a, a fair few decent universities so for me it, it was easier to be in communication with them but if you look on the websites of all these universities, they're, they're, the coach emails are there. All you've got to do is, is fire them an email, uh, tell them your times, tell them um, what, your, you know, what your aspirations are, what sort of mileage you've been doing, because maybe your times don't reflect where, well, your, your times aren't always going to reflect where you're at when you're in high school um, and the potential that you've got. You know, if, if you're only kind of running really low mileage and you think that running high mileage in the future is going to be going to be going to make a big improvement for you then that's then that's great and you can tell them that because if they if they see the talent in you then then you know they're going to be interested and you know not to sugarcoat things it is difficult to get scholarships um depending on what sort of division you go into um but Personally, I, I think that going out to the US is an incredible opportunity and something that everyone should at least read into. Uh, I, I don't think it should ever be struck off. Uh, I think that there should always be a fair sort of weighing up of, well, do I stay at, at home? Do I stay, like like for us, it's do, do we stay in the UK or do we go out to the US? I know for a lot of countries that's different because, you know, the uni systems really aren't what they should be and you've got to go to the States if you're going to make it. and. I was in that mentality um, for for a while. I thought, you know what, the US is the only place where you're going to be able to make it. Um, and it does show with a lot of people. Like We saw Mark Scott, uh, was it last night, run 3.35? Yeah, yeah, last night. Yeah, and if, if we were to compare Mark Scott's times before he went out to Tulsa, you know, it, it, it proves that the NCAA does work for a lot of people. Uh, it produces some amazing athletes. It just... For me, I I started to realise that I I wanted to be I wanted to be known in the UK and build build a uh, a reputation in the UK. That's not to say that in the future I won't go to the NCA. I, I might. I'm still open to that. I'm still I'm still kind of deciding. But with with the state of the world at the moment and and all that sort of stuff, I decided like you know I'm, I'm going to go to Loughborough. Um, I'm going to have an amazing training group at Loughborough. I'm going to have all my friends there. Uh, and, you know, I, I might be there for three years. I probably will be there for three years. And will I look at the NCA after that? Maybe. Um, but I don't know. But I, I guess we could talk about the sort of chronological side of 
of things. And we wanted to talk about, I guess, the comparison between staying at home and going and uh, and going to the USA. And you know, I think we can both look at athletes who have done in the past, and and we can talk about, you know, I think I think it's a certain fit for a certain type of athlete. Yeah, I completely agree with that. To be honest, like obviously, in the USA, the setup is completely different to anywhere else in the world. Um, even like Division Two and Division Three universities have got much better setups than probably ninety nine percent of the rest of the world's setups. Yeah. And obviously, unless you go into a university or college, whichever you want to call it, what is sort of specialised in that in your country, then the NCAA AA have a lot more support with the coaching staff. Obviously the coaching staff get paid, uh, which again, in most countries doesn't tend to happen. And also the facilities, what you get, especially in D1 is just leaps and bounds above everything else. And if you're an athlete who sort of, I'd say is knowledgeable enough about the sport to be able to understand your limitations and understand what's best for you, then you're going to be absolutely fine and probably would find the NCAA the most beneficial purely because you won't get taken on a ride by any coaches as well. You sort of need yeah. to make sure you're having a big contribution into your training and giving input into what you think's right or else quite a lot of the time you see a few people that like chewed up and spat out at the back of the end and just like get left behind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there's... It, it, it sort of, I would recommend that anyone who is thinking about going to the USA and thinking about going into that that system, getting to know your coach before you sign. Um, a, a lot of coaches are salesmen, uh, really good salesmen, um, and and that's that's how they have to be to get a hold of you. I guess. I mean, I'm not holding that against them, but some coaches are better salesmen than they are coaches. And at the end of the day, um, that, that that's just how the system works. So I think for me. To, and to be like completely open and honest about things personally from my visit and um, my some of the favorite coaching staff that I spoke to and, and went on visits to was was definitely the University of Portland uh Rob Connor and Jack Mullaney um and then Iona with with Joe Pienta and Maverick like that those the coaching staff at those teams are really special because they're so personal and they're willing to work with you on training and that they're not going to sort of just use you. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just really thoughtful. You, you don't feel like you kind of, when you speak to them, like you're going to be running for someone's, someone's paycheck at the end of the day. Um, which I found after sort of thinking things over, that's, that's the kind of program that you want to be in. And that's, that's not saying anything against the University of Arkansas because I love the coaching staff at Arkansas. I got on with them really well. And the first time I ever went there, the facilities blew me away. Like I'd never seen an indoor track like it for, you know, for a college. Um, never seen weights, weight rooms like it, even locker rooms. It was just a really surreal experience being like a British kid going over there and seeing all of that uh, in the flesh sort of thing. Um, so I think definitely like a big pointer is making sure that you pick the coaching stuff that fit you and don't be kind of blinded by the big lights of stuff. Um, but then also looking through like the training programs that these colleges, that these colleges give out, because you want to make sure that the training fits you. 
you know, and 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 that sort of stuff. Because some universities are really speed orientated, some are really aerobic orientated. Some want you doing strength work all year round, and and some want you to be able to, you know, rip a mile race just whenever whenever they say. Um, and as as we all know, that <laughs> you know, too much of anything is, isn't really isn't really a good thing. Um, and obviously, I don't want to say like too much about programs or whatever because obviously, all I did was visit. I signed for Arkansas. Um, I was going to go. Uh, there were complications there end for a little bit, uh, which I, I'm probably not not um, going to go into because I, I I don't think that you know it's something that should be should be out there uh because you know it, it wasn't it wasn't my fault that i didn't go when i was supposed to go uh initially for i said i'm going to come in january um and then we got to january no, it, it wasn't arkansas's fault and it wasn't my fault um for why i didn't go in january that was just the powers that be uh some paperwork sort of issues um and then sort of later on it, it got to the point where i felt like you know, it wasn't really working on either side. Like, I was sort of falling out of love with the idea of going to the States because um, the, the stuff going on in the background wasn't, wasn't what I thought. Um, there were some things I'm hearing that I didn't necessarily agree with. Uh, I just didn't, I, I just didn't want to be a part of something that maybe I didn't agree with. Uh, and, you know, and then I started to look into other options and and to be honest the uh a, a lot of it was to do with the way that my transcripts were processed uh with the ncaa um the ncaa didn't actually process all of my transcripts they processed half of them and as, as anyone knows who's in the ncaa you need 16 core classes and you need to average like i don't know what like 2.3 gpa to be eligible i was sitting on like 10 core classes and like some dead GPA and no one knew why because you know my, my grades were fine um, as it turned out uh, but the problem was is that they'd only really processed half of my transcripts which obviously wasn't my fault wasn't Arkansas's fault wasn't any other university's fault uh, and so it so it happened I didn't know this until the day that I fired off my UCAS um, for people in the US UCAS is is the kind of software used to to get into college in the UK um the day I sent that off I got a call from from the NCA basically saying look we found some transcripts that haven't been processed you're eligible I was like shit okay well like what what do I do now sort of thing and I remember calling Alfie on that day like what the hell do I do and it was weird. I can't remember exactly what you said, Alfie. I think you're a bit all over as well. Well, I think it's it's one of them where it's sort of like you've been messed around for so long and then all of a sudden it sort of goes right all in one day and it's it's like it can be a bit overwhelming. And I think the big decision was obviously deciding between at that point, was it deciding between Loughborough and Portland? Was that yeah. generally the consensus? And obviously you already sort of was set up um, for Loughborough and obviously sort of with obviously what's going on in the world right now I feel like that obviously I would have recommended to stay in the UK and then obviously you can also always transfer like the year after if needs be because at the end of the day I think anyone who's 
going out to the US for college this year unless they're not currently already in the US and probably need to be very careful because a lot of things are going on with obviously coronavirus but also there seems some dodgy things with like is it immigration laws and stuff like that or I'm not exactly sure yeah. of all the laws but it, well ICE released a thing basically saying that student visas were not um basically I think I think it was like kids can't travel on on student visas to get back if their campus is going online so like if the if if that university was going online they weren't allowed to go over which a lot of universities have said they're probably going online i think harvard did and harvard actually ended up suing ice for this and, and they won that court case which which was really good to see because you know as, as we know we know like, like sam bennett you know he he'd be stuck in the uk but doing like online classes for harvard and and the times would be all over the place because you'd be thinking like, well, like this kid's probably going to be doing classes at ridiculous times because the time zones just aren't really relevant and, and stuff like that. So, and obviously th that those training facilities are taken away from you. Your friends are taken away from you for even longer because you're in the UK. Um, so yeah, but I mean, that's been revoked since. And then, and now students are allowed to travel on on student visas if they're even if their college is, is online, which which is really good. Uh, big thing for UK students at the moment is getting getting that um, that appointment for a student visa. Uh, I know Kean Davies is, is having some trouble trying to trying to get his and trying to get out to Oklahoma. Um, so kind of fingers crossed for him that he's going to be able to get out there. Uh, but I mean, a lot of people are in the same boat, especially freshmen. Uh, so. So that's a shame, but I guess like that. So that's that's my bit done on that because I feel like a lot of people don't really know what happened. Uh, but yeah, it was just a, a really long process of things just going like left, right, and centre, and not not being straightforward. Not of my fault. Not of not of Arkansas or Portland's fault. Um, so that's 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 just what happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in. So going back to it, talk, talking about kids who want to go to the NCAA, um, like being brutally honest about it, like you've got to be, you know, you've got to be working hard and you've got to be producing, you know, certain times to be able to sort of get into those scholarships. But by the same token, it's being honest with yourself and being like, well, who's going to value me more being in their program? What program can I be a big fish in? Because at the end of the day, you know, not everyone can be a big fish, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be always playing like second fiddle to someone else. You want to be important to the coach, important to the team. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of, a lot of people in the UK go out to universities who aren't necessarily, you know, making NCAA national finals, but they make an, like an amazing life from going over there and they get the best out of their athletics. And whether the university makes nationals or not, whether, whether it's Division One, whether it's Division Two, the NCAA is like a really, really amazing system for people to go over and sort of change their life. So I think it should always be read into, and I think that people should always think about it and and also not think, oh well, I haven't done this time, so I can't go. It's like, well, no, there's programs that want you, and there's programs that are going to value you. There are coaches that do believe in you, and you need to believe in yourself on that as well. And I think that's really important that people have that self-worth of I can do this I can do that and you know we've seen it a lot of times when walk-ons have gone on to a on to a uh, to a program 
and you know they get that full scholarship next year because they prove themselves to the coaches and and it's pretty amazing to see obviously in the US it's a bit of a different ball game because oh my god is your uh, your universities are expensive but like because in the UK we don't really have those scholarship systems as as Alfie knows because Alfie you're at the University of Sheffield right uh, yeah we sort of the only scholarships we have obviously at the University of Sheffield is like athlete elite scholarships and basically it's like a thousand pounds if you get the top one uh, some people I think one person gets free accommodation for a year but the, yeah, the way Congress, yeah. yeah so but basically the way they do that is I've known people that won world championships and then not got selected for the scholarship and then someone who's not even ranked top three in the in the country gets a scholarship so it's more like I guess the corruption's sort of the same everywhere you go um well, that's the thing as soon as soon as stuff like this starts coming into it you know at the top of things things are corrupt to a certain level uh and, and it's tough in the uk because universities do not invest enough money in sport they they maybe they don't have the money to put into sport but that's the beauty of the ncaa the money's there and they are willing to actually invest it into sport yeah i think i think it's obvious if obviously if you go to university uh, go to the university uh, go to a university in the uk um there really is nothing there for athletes at all i think obviously there's one championship a year for each season so you've got one indoor championship you've got one in outdoor championship and you've got one cross country championship but it's literally just one event whereas obviously in the ncaa you've got you've got regionals you've got all the other like different competitions and it's just again if you want a season i feel like you're going to get plenty of races in in the NCAA if you obviously pick the right college. Um, I guess as well in the UK, obviously anywhere you want to go. I'm not sure if it's like this in other places in Europe, but in the UK, most races are club level and not actually NCAA level, uh, university level. So the more the races you'll be doing will be for club. And obviously that has no association to the university. So they're probably not going to be best pleased with you missing like traveling to go to a race and miss university. Whereas I think as well, it, when you go to the in America, it's more of like a combined lifestyle. Whereas most other places, it's completely separate. Yeah, UK is definitely academic heavy, um, and the emphasis is not there on on athletics. Certainly, I mean, there's obviously several other sports that are also probably not well funded enough or cared about enough, but. Um, but yeah, it is a strange one because I think I don't think it can be argued. The NCAA is the highest, you know, consistently the highest level of sport. Yeah, like especially in athletics. I mean, you, you know, the the names that are churned out each year from the NCAA and even from conferences, even from regionals, like it is the highest level of running. NCAA Division One, Division Two is also really, really high level of racing, but it's kind of there is that aspect of it, and I do still believe that because you you don't have the depth in the UK. You know, you're going to roll up to any race in the US, it's probably going to be stacked. It's not the same here. You you really have to pick and choose or go abroad, uh, and that's another thing for people to think about. You know, we all know that it's tougher to find stack races every weekend in the UK. You've got to target different races and you've got to hope to God that everyone or everyone shows up. Um, but also for me looking at it, I think if, if you really want to make it, then 
you know, <laughs> there's two different ways of looking at it. For me, it's like make 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 yourself a name in the UK, be known in the UK, go to this race, go to that race, be in people's faces, make sure everyone knows your name. And in the NCAA, that's a much bigger pool to um to be a big name in. Like, you know, you're Justin Knights, your your Matt Baxter's, your your Cheserex, like to be that sort of name in the NCAA is tough. Really if, tough. But if you are one of those big names in the NCAA, you're probably one of the best in the world as well. And the so, contract money is going to be serious. The yeah. contract money is coming out of the NCAA are going to be filth. I, I mean, I, I think anyway, from from what I've heard, I mean, I, I, I reckon I reckon Cesaret's getting a decent, a decent little... Um, decent little bit of money from sketches and all that sort of stuff so so yeah that's that's the NCAA um really and, and I think if anyone is thinking about going out there you know do your research on the program speak to alumni um you know find out how they found it find out about the coaches email the coaches um don't ever think that because your high school times on you know top 10 in whatever country you're in that, that you can't get a scholarship or that you that you're not going to make it because we've seen ex- exactly like mark scott you know mark scott wasn't wasn't the top the top pick for a, for a freshman he wasn't the most recruited guy but look at him now like dude's european indoor and um, 5k record holder and that and that's actually the beauty of the ncaa because it, it really does convert a lot of athletes who go out there who are committed and who are trying to make something of themselves and it does yeah yeah i think if you're looking to improve and you, you haven't got the support where you are now um yeah. it's, it's a no-brainer because you're gonna, you're gonna get more support there uh the more facilities everything but obviously if you're sort of at that elite level in your country then it's still probably worth it but your options are much more broad because wherever you go, you're going to get the funding, you're going to get the support. So it's not so like be all end all. And obviously if you don't get, even if you don't have, if, if you don't get offers or can't get there, it still doesn't matter because you've still got a lot of growing to do. And you've got so many years before you actually need to get to that level where you're sort of looking to make it. Like you forget people peak at like 27 into the thirties. It's not like a, it doesn't matter, really matter what you're like at 18. You're just probably going to miss some opportunities at the younger ages. So you've got all the time in the world. So you don't need to worry about getting into colleges based off certain times because you've got the rest of your career to try and get those times. Um, exactly. You're just, just going to make sure you're obviously sticking to it and holding yourself accountable. Yeah, and it is, it is all about longevity. And, and what you said, Alfie, there was like bang on. If you feel like you're not getting the support or you don't have access to the support or facilities or you don't have access to things that you think are going to make you the best version of yourself. Try and go to the NCA, try and get that support, email coaches, email different programs, programs you've never heard of, find out about them and, 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 you know, try and get out there because I think it's an amazing opportunity. If you can't, like I, I'm lucky enough to, to be going to Loughborough and to be talking to different companies and getting support and, all that sort of stuff, but I, I can appreciate that my vision of things is probably slightly warped. So, you know, if anyone disagrees with some of the stuff I've been saying, this is all from my experience uh, and personal experience and the way that I've seen things, but 
we want to hear you know from you guys like if you've had any experience with it let's you know send us a dm um and, and we want to hear hear your stories as well yeah absolutely and uh, sort of just to bring this podcast to an end obviously we want to keep it concise um we've had a few little questions so i just want to touch on a few like two different subjects very quickly um one of them sort of a question we get asked quite a lot and it's just sort of we needed to basically touch on it is basically um how do you personally stay motivated on days you feel like absolute crap um it's pure and simple you've just got to remember that why you're doing it and it's not just one day isn't going to make a difference so you can't just like you've got to be consistent so you've just got to know and like know that it'll be worth it at the end of the day that you've done it even if you get out the door and feel shocking after the first mile second mile third mile whatever you're going to start feeling progressively better and then i feel like you'll regret it more if you don't do it and then you'll get into a routine where you're like i feel crap today i'm not going to train or you just feel demotivated you just need to make sure that you know it's more it's it's more than just how you feel on that day it's like months and months of training combined together what you need to worry about so hopefully that sort of helps a bit what would you say Roy yeah definitely I think the hardest part is getting out the door like the hardest part is when you sat there in your house cozy you're lying in bed and you're like wow I've got a guy in that rain and run eight miles yeah and that and the hardest part is then getting out of bed getting your running stuff on get your shoes on get outside biggest thing is getting out of that door because you know that's that's the toughest thing to get to but also it's kind of knowing yourself uh you know if it if you're really well motivated but you feel like you can't put one leg in front of the other today maybe you take a rest don't worry yeah. about missing one day every so often because the biggest thing is being injury free and you can't be consistent if you're injured like you can't do that so if you think your body is at is at a point where like damn I need, I need a day off today you do that as long as that's not you throwing the towel in because you can't be bothered to run today like always remember someone's working harder than you the other person's getting out the door today and you know how are you going to work harder than them how are you going to beat them in the next race and you've got to have that in your mind all the time and always taking because that's the biggest part about running yeah absolutely and um just one last thing to little little bit we touched uh, need to touch on as well is we've been getting quite a lot of questions to say the least about upcoming apparel and yeah. all we're going all we're going to say on that is it's in the works and having obviously currently testing out some samples it's really promising obviously the material and we're just trying to get some designs down and uh, hopefully in the next i don't want to put a time frame on it but hopefully before definitely before autumn uh things will be yeah. getting released um yeah. that's probably a conservative estimate so it'll probably be a bit before that but just stay tuned on that front yeah 100 percent. and we we have been taking time on that because we've been making sure that you know the stuff that we're getting to you guys is good that our, our, our priority is making sure that the product is good the print is good and and our designs are good uh, and you know when when the time comes for us to to drop that we're we're really looking forward to it we've got some great designs um kind of ready to go we've we've got distribution ready to go and you know just just, just keep your eyes up for it yeah and another thing as well we're looking to do something a bit different and sort of help the community out as well with everything we sell so basically every sale we get we will also be giving a free sort of 
educational ebook away what's going to touch on quite a lot of scientific stuff and also training stuff because obviously we get a lot of questions about that as well um so we're currently working on that as well which is another reason why it's taken a while is because we want to make sure that that's full of the right information yeah yeah exactly and that's the biggest thing it's like for us we want to be able to give those people who may not have the guidance that we have uh the opportunity to to access different research to to have different advice and you know and, and we want to see people in tracks the clothing yeah absolutely and obviously stay tuned for a, re uh, a youtube video coming quite soon because you might see a sneak peek of something we've got in the works then thanks for listening guys um we'll be releasing on sunday we're releasing a podcast with uh jordan guzman and um, it's sort of like a, a very raw uncut podcast uh where we're going to get some juicy stories to say the least it's real. <laughs> <laughs>